going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Casually K9. I'm your main host, Casey. And I'm Kate. And we are so happy to be with you. It is morning here, so cheers with our lattes. Yeah. Don't do the word slurp in the... I had to do it off the microphone, though. Yeah. Just a little slurp. So right before we started this, Casey goes... Why are you giggling? And I was just thinking about something from this weekend. So uh, Casey was away this weekend. So I was holding down the fort um, all weekend and I had some walk help and stuff like that. So it was no biggie. But Casey was gone this weekend and so were our dogs. So it gave me a really good opportunity and I actually really enjoyed it, even though I missed our dogs in the house of being able to bring the training dogs up and... (laughs) Um, one of the crews I brought up, I was taking a video showing that I had them Mm -hmm. up at the house with me and I listened to it on loud because I wasn't going to put music over it. And I was up here for lunch. I think I had two, maybe, uh, two dogs with me and all I hear in the video as I turn it up is is you eating? <laughs> Me eating. I was having my lunch and I didn't realize. And I like, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Were you having like, one of your tuna melts? <laughs> yes. I knew it. Don't pick on me. We should talk about that though. I literally have it every single day now. She but, moved. Yeah. But um, I was thinking about it because right when I said like, don't do the slurp and the thing. And I'm like, ew, Kate, you are so nasty. Like chewing your <laughs> open face tuna melt on your stories but i didn't post it like that obviously i feel the same way when i'm on a walk and i'll turn up like let's say i had the phone like kind of close to like my upper half of my body and then i'll turn it up and it's just me like <sighs> <laughs> I can't. and i have to put a little disclaimer on it because i'm like i don't want to take this video again like please just <laughs> please dismiss my it. darth vader noises in the background <laughs> well i noticed that i knew the same thing is When we're taking stories of like dogs out on the walk, if we're not just explaining something that's going to be helpful, like to be completely honest, we are taking the video to check the box because especially if Casey's walking um, dogs, obviously he walks training dogs too and he does a great job at it. But if we have boarding dogs, like that's his main priority. So really to post it, it's just to show that like (laughs) Birdie runs his house. If people could like watch while. (laughs) I wish you guys could see behind the camera. Yeah. Sometimes what's going on with the kids. So our dogs aren't in command, but Rody is just a, he loves creature habit. He's on his comfy bed. Birdie's going from spot to spot deciding where she's going to be the most comfortable. But anyways, um, (laughs) Yeah, so like we're usually just taking those kinds of stories just to take them because like we get it. Like owners love seeing their dogs when they're here and seeing how they're walking with other dogs where they feel like that might not be possible. But sometimes it's just like we're taking it the second we're starting our walk and that's like right after our steep driveway. So I also find myself being like, (sighs) and I'm like, oh my God, like we do this multiple times a day. Like we work out, we're in shape people but it sounds yeah, as if we've never walked a day in our life we're physically fit but we always tell our clients because you're always talking when you're walking up the hill too especially with them that's how we and start you, our go home sessions and you get up there and you're kind of like <sighs> i make a joke about it every time yeah like every time we i'm walk, like this gets me yeah. yeah this gets me every time because i'm <laughs> i'm literally, literally talking the owner through like passing their dog off for the first time and i'm like just keep you know just like they say on finding nemo just keep swimming just yeah. keep walking and i'm just i know i can always tell by the owner's face that 
me talking helps them. It like keeps them not focused on if their dog's acting crazy or whatever. And then I get to the top and I'm like, I'm like, all right, let's take a quick break. Let's say hi to your dog. And I'm just over (laughs) here like trying to catch my breath. But yeah, Yeah. I was disgusted by myself listening to that historian part of me. Ew. I like literally I'm thinking, did I? (laughs) Were you chewing with your mouth completely open? Like, that is, that's why I feel so hypocritical because that is to me, you guys, like blood pressure. Okay. Two things that just make me go from like, yeah, cool, ch- chill. to like, I'm so upset. I'm going to kill. Well, that's a little, I mean, not uh, actually, not actually, not actually, but like so upset is like, whining kind of whining yeah that whining. like yeah that it's like you're was that a guessing game or no no i was just doing it oh, to okay. give everyone the you no. know you know my two things <laughs> and then the other thing is if i'm like sitting around people if we're even if we're eating at our table having dinner like i have to have music going because it's not like casey's sitting there like chewing like you know chewing a, my cud <laughs> yeah like a cow but like you can hear even if people's mouths are shut you can hear the food being disintegrated in their mouth and i'm gonna throw you under the bus a little bit right now he will take bites the size of like six people's portions like i'll look over and the size of a school bus and what and literally like so say you know you have something that you're gonna like cut up he might do it in like two bites like (laughs) we'll make sometimes these chicken burgers and I'll look over and he's putting half the chicken burger in his <laughs> mouth on one bite. And I'm like, I would first off choke and asphyxiate. And secondly, <laughs> I'm like, you're going to be hungry if you don't like, you know, take your time. Anyways, I'm getting off topic now, but no, that's funny though. I, I totally do that. So my blood pressure, when I heard myself, I was like embarrassed. I'm sitting by myself. Like no one's judging me except for me. Ew, enough. I can't hear it. I can't. <laughs> But um, yeah, so that's what I was giggling about right before we started the podcast. Yeah, I'm totally guilty of eating way too big of pieces of food. Guys, I'll even look over and like we um, order Butcher Box. And if you ever want to code, text me or text me. Yeah, text me. Text me. No, message me. And I, I think <laughs> I have something for like either 20 or $50 off. But anyways, that's a different topic. But we order it monthly. Um, and it's just Good like stuff. really high quality meats. Yeah. And um you know, it's easy like versus going and choosing stuff. Like we get meats at the grocery store too, but not as much. So we always order the specific type of steak that we really like. And that's kind of what we would consider a little bit more. Sorry about that. (laughs) Oh my God. God. Sorry about that. What is going on? (laughs) Um, Almost choked on an ice cube. Oh geez. So when we, we call it like our, not, we don't call it our steak night, but when we're having steak, we usually, steak night. Stop. <laughs> but we usually have like, you know, a nice vegetable with it. Like I'll do roasted potatoes. Like it's a nicer meal and steak scares me. Like, and I think it scares yeah, you it, too, it freaks me but out. he still I had a moment once. is putting pieces. Like I cut mine up. Like I'm a literal toddler because I'm afraid of choking on steak. And cause you gotta, I mean, it's tender and it's like, really good yeah but it's still like tougher than like you know pork tenderloin or something like that yeah but i look over and he's still putting pieces that i'm like i feel like i need to supervise (laughs) because i'm concerned for your health there's a couple times i'll have it on my fork and um she knows that i'm obviously getting ready to eat this piece and she'll be like 
cut that in half. <laughs> I'm not trying to be like a mom, but it's like out in I public. Know I get it. Like you don't want me to literally choke. And not only that, but if we're out in public, this is a big one you do. If we're ordering <laughs> breakfast, a lot of the times, like I know three things that Casey would order for breakfast. Like I can usually guess he's going to either get eggs Benedict, which is probably the most common. Um, he's going to get a meat lovers skillet or a meat <laughs> or, or a meat lovers omelet. Um, so <laughs> when, literally what I got yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I wasn't even with you. Um, and when he orders the eggs Benedict, I know five, four bites. It's gone in four bites because you get your two little English muffins with your eggs on it and your Canadian bacon. He literally cuts that in half and it's one bite. And so that's... <laughs> Just to be clear, it's not the whole plate in four bites. It's the... But the, it's a full English muffin. So that's when I'll look over and he'll have half an English muffin, half an egg and half a piece of Canadian bacon <laughs> on his fork. And I'm like, can you, can you cut that in half? Because I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna be sitting here eating she, or still. She'll, or she'll give me this like Yeah, I just give him the look. And yeah. then I <laughs> set it down and get out my knife. But to be <laughs> fair, without it sounding like I'm just being you even look at it and you're like, Oh yeah, like this is like Yeah. Oh like I, I feel like sometimes I'm eating with a fifteen year old because it's it's like he's never eaten in a day in his life. Like <laughs> sometimes I worry that you're concerned for your next meal. I only do that, though, when it's just you, really. Thanks. I'm so excited that I get your barbaric eating habits. <laughs> well, hun, when you say it's just me, it's... How often are we, like, really eating around other people? That's what I'm saying. I, no, when we are eating around other people, though, I don't know why in my head I'm, like... I'm, like, cutting up all of my food in my plate, like, really nicely. But then when I'm home, I'm, like... Oh, oh my God. <laughs> okay. I, I don't sound like, like that, I feel like at way. some point we have to talk about that breakfast we had in Maine with those people that were going to be your bosses. Yeah. I mean, they were my bosses. Can I talk about that? Um, first, I just want to say I was gone over the weekend. I was at a, a family member's wedding mm -hmm. and just going around talking to some cousins and stuff like that. Like there were quite a few people who listened to this podcast. So, so nice. thanks so much for your support. We really appreciate it. The OGs. Yeah. And it's cool that you're listening, even if they're not coming for like any dog yeah. training or related stuff, but just to hear what's going on in our life. So shout out to the fam. Shout out. I love that. So yeah, but, go okay, ahead. I'll give it because this has literally nothing to do with anything related to what we're talking about. Yeah. But it was just an experience of like <laughs> you guys will message me of like Casey was so funny on the podcast today and even though sometimes he'll put on little voices that I'm like what what is that voice like you don't talk like that <laughs> like this is actually how he is and like our banter back and forth is you know how we are I only put on the little voice when I put on my radio DJ oh, voice to radio, radio DJ guys did you introduce the podcast I'm like What's up, guys? Welcome to... To me, like, if I'm being honest, you sound stoned. Like, <laughs> you're like, I'll listen to it in my car when it launches. And I'm like, is he napping? Like, because you're so like, what's up, guys? This is... You know, I was napping, yep. Yeah, okay. So, long story short, we lived out in Maine for 10 months. They flew us out there, the people that Casey worked for, for his, like, final interview. And for us to come out and see if it was an area... Uh, that we would live in and so we could look around blah 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 basically like he already had the job it was just a matter of like convincing me even though it wasn't convincing it was just like us having a discussion of wow are we gonna 
do this and flip, you know, everything we know upside down, which was, it was a fun experience for us. But we were at this breakfast with the people that were, I guess, interviewing Casey and they ended up being his, one was your boss and one was like another person. Mm Mm-hmm. You guys, and I don't say this, like when I say this next term, like, please know that I'm saying it lightly. And I know it's a very actual serious thing, but he sounded at at the breakfast like he was like stroking out every time he talked. <laughs> and thank goodness I was there because like I pulled it, I pulled him through, but I know him so well that I'm like, he's anxious. Like I, I think that he already felt kind of like I've already kind of committed to this, but like being here, being here with Kate, like seeing how big of a change this was is going to be for our life. I could tell it wasn't even about talking to them. It was just like, I don't know what it was, but you were just, yeah, it was, it was just for sure anxiety about yeah the whole idea. So if you guys ever are laughing about Casey being like, Oh my God, I just like choked on my tongue or like, I just tripped over my words. This was the entire breakfast. I I finally looked at him like, please just stop talking. I couldn't even get a sentence out of my mouth without tripping up on my words it was so weird saying the wrong words it was <laughs> the most common like words out there it would be I, like, I don't know it was weird it was so weird and like i don't know that they necessarily fully noticed i thought they may just kind of thought he was like socially awkward but like he's not socially awkward that's the thing <laughs> so i felt like holy crap like oh my god is what he is okay so i like on? make eye contact with him like uh, wave a white flag if you need like SOS <laughs> like what is going on what are you doing so then he just kind of looks at me like I don't, know, I don't know and I'm like oh, okay so I'll pull it through Kate yeah. and I'm pretty sure at that's what made me think about it is I'm pretty sure at that breakfast I look over at one point and you are taking a bite the size of like I was probably like I'm just gonna bury myself in this food right now so I cannot even talk back oh yeah so I don't know how we got on that topic but that was funny I don't know either yeah. So Anyways. it was a good weekend. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was good to see, you know, family members, see my mom and dad and my brothers. And um, yeah, it was good. It was my mom's birthday this weekend, too. So yeah, it was, uh, it was a good weekend. And yesterday's weather was like, guys, it was like 90 degrees here I yesterday. Like, I mean, was, I'm not going to complain. But which like, is like for this time of year, like October 1st, it was yesterday. Wild. That's very warm. Yeah, so when we were doing walks yesterday, because right now it's literally just one night of us having nine dogs, because, um, and if you guys have been listening to the podcast, you'll probably know exactly who we're talking about. We have one client who has four dogs, um, four girls who we just adore her dogs. They're such good dogs. They're such good dogs. And it's um, the Dalmatian puppy Bascom, the one that Casey said that Mm -hmm. if her, her family was ever like, we don't want her, which would never happen, they are like so obsessed with their girls we would take her they're here for just one night so I was here by myself for all like the drop-offs and stuff so I go from like looking in my kennel room to like okay five dogs to all of a sudden it's nine dogs and I'm like you can get home now like I I, I need some help like I'm feeling feeling a little overwhelmed I was trying to communicate because the the way that I look at it I gotta look back don't totally call me out but like usually if we go somewhere and like one of us is here for with the dogs on our own. Um, and we don't do it often, but like once in a while guys, we need it, but it's never usually two nights with, hold on with <laughs> us alone. So we were going on, you know, he was gone Friday night, Saturday. So all day Saturday. And then like 
it was like getting close to like 11 a.m. on Sunday. And at that point, I'm like, hello. I was it's based. It's time yeah. for you to like get on the road because it's a two and a half hour drive and I need your I help. I left at, well, I left here to head to my parents at like 1.30 on Friday. Friday was And then fine. I got back Sunday at like 1.40. So I was gone for 48 hours, but obviously a lot can change in terms mm. of the amount of dogs and work that we can Well, it's just have. different two versus one. Like I don't do first and last outs. So I did those obviously when Casey was gone and it's totally fine. I'm like, yeah, I feel back to, you know, the old days. So, <laughs> so this, this was a text. That, I'm not going to read all of it. This is the text I got at 1030 yesterday. Have you left yet? Question mark, question mark. I feel pretty overwhelmed and I thought you were leaving earlier. <laughs> hey, I'm looking was... at this going, all right, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm hearing you. I'm seeing you. Like I was actually already packing up things. And yeah, it's was... just there was a lack of communication. So then I had said something like, hey, I know I told you like you don't need to be here for the drop off. I can handle it, but you haven't communicated that with me. So like, what should I prepare for? Yeah. Um, because... This is, it's interesting because that's the stuff that like we would, I would especially in the past be like, Hey, just so you know, you didn't do this where now I have to communicate that how I'm feeling. And even if it's like me being irrational, it's more helpful for me to say, Hey, here's how I'm feeling. And here's where I feel like we need some work on the communication and that'll make me feel better. And that's exactly what I was doing yesterday. Cause I was just like, help me. Yeah, where were, the dogs were honestly you were deer in the headlights it's just looking at nine dogs is daunting because um you know obviously my focus is the training dogs but when we have boarding dogs here we are like we are not okay with like the dogs sitting in the crates all day that doesn't happen yeah. they probably spend a little more time in the crates than like what they're used to at home but not if their owners you know work away from home but like they get more than just a walk here with us like they get out i mean they get to if it's applicable they get to come up to our house and hang out they get to applicable. go applicable the, they get to go on the trail so i'm just like oh my gosh how am i going to get cuz that was four six yeah, six boarding dogs fulfilled on my own, and then also the training dogs. But it all worked out fine. We had walk help. Um, obviously, the four girls that are here together go out together, and yeah, you know, it was it was all totally fine. But it was more just like, hey, when are you coming home? Hey, I've help me. I've had enough. I'm ready for you to come back. Yeah, and I was also just kind of ready to also have like some time off of just mm. like sitting up at the house and doing nothing. So that's mm. where I was at. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, on that note, just want to talk a little bit today about something I was um, kind of thinking about over the weekend because I had some family members asking me like, you know, how work is for us and how our business is doing. And, uh, you know, I always tell them like, yeah, you know, we're, we're doing awesome. Like, um, you know, we're, we're very fortunate to have work to be done, uh, dogs coming in, people who trust us to train their dogs, stuff like that. But I was thinking about it, I'm like, not everybody who applies to work with us is a good fit for us. Mm -hmm. And I just want to talk about that. I think we've talked about it before, just maybe hinted at it a little bit on here, but I kind of want to do a little bit of a deep dive into why that is mm -hmm. and how we go about kind of reassuring that owner dog, which is going to be a good fit for us and a good fit for them. And uh, it can be more of a you know, talk back and forth with us too. And mm -hmm. maybe 
some things that we've learned from over the years. Yeah. Well, I think one of the biggest things is we don't get as many applications these days that aren't a good fit. Um, it's actually pretty rare. We do get some for sure. Yeah. But the reason it's so rare, we used to get, especially when I first started this on my own, um, I didn't even know that there was not a good fit because when you're starting a business, it's like, yes, I will help you yeah. because... I want to be busy. and You're I wanna... willing to pay me. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're going to pay me? Okay, yes, I'll take your dog. Oh, your dog's trying to maul me? Cool, it's fine. But you're paying me. Yeah, it's fine. You don't <laughs> want to make any changes at home? No problem. No I'll problem. fix your dog. No. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's changed a lot over the years of working with people and working with dogs. But um, I really do feel like we... I guess weed out would be the right term. A lot of people that might just not be ready for our program um, because... So much of what we'd see early on was like people wanting us to fix their dog because it's changed quite a bit from an aspect of what kind of applications we get now versus what we used to get. But it was rare for us to get applications for owners and dogs that just want a really good head start and foundation. It was every single person was had a quote unquote problem child dog like this was that was like what built up our business was tougher dogs reactivity um bratty behaviors just tougher not even like and not aggression or anything like that like some more challenging yeah some of them had aggression tendencies but no one was really starting with our training um which is interesting because you know so then we were getting a lot of dogs that had a lot of you know Great areas of communication and stuff like that. And the owners were desperate, but also like they also had patterns of for so long of how they did things with their dogs. So we were getting a lot of like, we need you to fix our dog. And it's like, okay, well, I need to fix your lifestyle with your dog before any sort of progress is made with your dog. And so um, if we were like ever get applications where it's like, you can tell people are like, I just have zero time to do anything with my dog. Um, you know, again, the, and I know people don't mean anything by it, but they're like, I need you to fix my dog that I try to really change their mindset around that phrase because like your dog doesn't need fixing your dog needs a lot of help learning how to live in your home and have proper communication. But like your dog isn't broken. So when people, you know, are like, I can, fix your dog or you need to fix my dog. It's like, no, no, we need to, um, work on your guys's relationship together. And yeah, we need to implement some new things and all of that. But would you say that when somebody says like, let's say, I know you said like, sometimes it's not always taken the way that maybe they want it to be taken, like fix when somebody says fix my dog or like, I need help with fixing my dog, mm-hmm. something like that. Do you usually ask a question like, talking about what we can possibly do with our dog in terms like just the word fix is such a like a mm -hmm. we're not gonna fix yeah like in our minds we're thinking that fixing is like your dog's gonna be a hundred percent like never make a mistake ever again in their Mm -hmm. life like that's not really possible no i don't really like directly say hey i see that you want me to fix your dog i don't say that but what i will say in response um if it is someone that i'm reading the application i'm like hey they just need some help with their thought process around because other things sure. are like oh this sounds you know like a person that's really trying like i wouldn't see the i need you to fix my dog and like be like nope this person's not 
you know, a client for us, not by any means. But what I do make sure to preface in my response back is like, hey, I just want to make sure that this is extremely clear that, you know, a board and train is just a head start for you and your dog. Like there is going to be a lot of work post board and train and almost feel like more work than even currently because of the new patterns you guys will have to implement like this. So I very much like go on about how this is a head start. You know, your dog at the end of the day is a living being that you're going to have ebbs and flows just like we do. So I very much uh, instead of being like, hey, you said you want me to fix your dog. I don't like that you said that. No, that's not right. helpful. It's right. I just approach it in a different way of like, here's what I'm hearing. Here's my feedback and hopefully helping them kind of shift their mindset of this being a head start to a new relationship with their dog. Of almost right. like making them feel excited about what's possible, but also almost kind of like, oh, I need to really make sure I'm prepared for this because... Yeah. The last thing I want people to think when their dog goes through a board and train, even though they see their dogs going and doing all these things with us, is that it's going to be easy back home. Yes, I want to make your feedback with your dog easier, but the work that still has to take place in lifelong with your dog, like we're constantly still communicating with our dogs and, you know, doing a lot of like letting them know they're doing a good job and also some, Hey, no, we don't do that. Um, so that's more of the approach. But if, if I see just a bunch of red flags and what that would be for me is like, I can tell the owner's just totally sugarcoating the dog's behaviors and not from a way of like, being nervous to be honest, but in a way of just like my dog's at this point kind of an annoyance to me and I can Mm -hmm. kind of tell that. And like, we have a really busy family. We're never, you know, we want our dog to just listen because it should listen in our household. I get, I don't get a lot of that, but when I see that, I'm kind of like, oh my gosh, like, can you imagine? Are we being fair to this dog? Right. Like imagine that pressure. Like I want a well-mannered dog too. Don't get me wrong, but that's from a lot of freaking hard work and making sure I'm being fair to the dog. So there's some stuff that, um, and I'll, I'll talk to those people, of course, but yeah. then I'm just like, hey, like, I don't know that this is the right route for you. Then maybe we start with a virtual coaching session. I always give people other options, but um, I never, ever want people to think that a board and train is a fix or yeah. it's, you know, the end all be all. It's, you know, super important that people are looking at the long term benefit from the head start not the when i pick my dog up in two weeks they're gonna be perfect like right not realistic i think it's important to note that when we say head start like we say head start because and you constantly remind us of owners when they're here as well your dog is with us for two maybe three weeks depending upon the program of their whole life Mm -hmm. and we say that so it puts it into perspective that we're going to adjust a lot of behaviors when they're here. We are. We can probably get further sometimes than we think that we can with certain dogs. Depends on the dog. Depends on how they were set up before. Um, but we say that so we are just reminding our owners that this is a very small snippet of their pet's life. Yeah. And now we're totally, we've talked about this yeah. whole board and train thing yeah, and like yeah, yeah. preparing. So now we need to get back to like what you wanted to talk about is right. picking clients, but that's just a huge, um, you know, constant for us is making sure that that's really clear and understood. Yep. Um, and if I respond back to that and people are kind of like, Oh, like 
they probably won't move forward or um, either if it's their choice or they might respond back of just being like, you know, I don't know. I haven't really had anyone respond back of being like, well, no, I don't want just a head start, but I'll have some people just like not respond. And that's okay because then that tells me that that wasn't the right fit for either of us. So um, there really isn't a ton that come in now that I'm there's the only other thing that will be a big one for me is when people apply and know nothing about us because that's a problem for me because it's not from a lack of us not having stuff out there about us like that's where it's like we have so I'm guessing some people like find us through Google and we ask on the application if people did and they probably just go right to what we offer board and train, they read, like, these are the things your dog's going to learn, apply, because they're probably feeling, like, stressed with their dog's behaviors. It's usually not yep. people just reaching out, and I love when owners do do this, um, because they know they have a dog coming, and they want to get on the schedule. No, it's usually people that are like, I need help now. And it's like, okay, well, help is not usually available right now. Um, so then... If I see that, I'm kind of like, I even ask on our application, are you currently following K9 on Instagram? If you're not, please follow this link and follow to get a really good feel for us and our program. So if I ever get people, and even on our application, you have to sign off to know that we work with e-collars, prong collars, slip leads, all of these different training tools. So if I ever get people that are like, wait, but you e-collar train? Like, I don't want to e-collar train. I'm like, okay, there's nothing on any of our content that we're trying to hide that we train with e-callers. Yeah. So that's where it's a little bit like you have not done your like research and it's fine if you don't want to go that yeah. route, but like then don't apply and then try to ask me not to use what our program is. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. where it's like, I was just no. going to say for, for some people who have followed us for a long time and are very familiar with the work that we do, you're probably like, how would you not know? Mm-hmm. But believe me, guys, there are situations, not necessarily from us, but we've heard from other people who work with dogs where they have had situations like this before. And it just, it just seems so obvious to us because we do it day in and day out. We preach this, but it happens. Believe us. Yeah. Well, what do you mean that like... Like people will apply for training and not know any of the tools that will be used there. And then I mean, sometimes that, they like, have a twice. problem with it. Yeah. And obviously for us, like there is no moving forward. I don't check to see like, cause again, it's on our application that you sign off knowing the tools that we use, but I'll usually know by the time. Cause like even in our invoice that we send over for the deposit, it says, and this does include the price of the e-car and blah, blah, blah. If something's going to be like a catches them, they're, it's plenty of spots now that they've seen it and read it that it's like yeah. I've never had someone show up and like not know that their dog's being e-collar trained. I'm right. sure that has happened to other people, but like <clears throat> yep. that's never happened because again, all the information we put out there. So that's where it's like, you know nothing about us. Like I'm not yep. saying that we won't work together, but like go take some time before you make this big decision because it's not only a big financial decision, it's a big, you know, chunk of time, even though we feel like it flies by, but it's a ch- large chunk of time for a dog to be away. Yeah. And like, we want you to trust us and be so excited about your dog going and coming to canine. Like whether that's with us at our location or with Jen, like yep. there would be no, um, hesitation for me to like, again, and I'm biased because it's my business, but like I would send my dogs to us or to Jen in a heartbeat. So it's like, I want 
owners to feel that way. Um, nerves are normal. Like I wouldn't expect people to not feel nervous and stuff like that, but, um, I really want people to feel good about it. And if I'm ever getting a feeling in my gut that like this owner's really hesitant because of either the training tools or because of anything else, like I want to understand that. And if I tell them like, please, like if anything in your gut's telling you, like, don't move forward with this, please don't. Um, because I really want you to be excited. Like, I don't want you to be like, I guess I'll try this. It's like, no, like we have people drive their dogs up from, uh, Alabama. Alabama. We've had dogs fly in from Seattle and this isn't a, um, you know, ego moment. It's a reality of like, that's the level of trust we've built with some people over Instagram where we have a dog in right now who's from Alabama and the owner gets out of their car and they're like, we we know there's other trainers in our area, but like, we trust you guys. Like we feel drawn to you guys. Um, and that's the level of excitement that we want owners to come to us with. And And, if it's anything but that, it's like, we want it to feel good for everyone. And, and that's why we put, I know we've talked about this before, but we put so much effort into our content that we put out there. So people get really, really familiar with us. Mm-hmm. So when they show up, it's like, how are you guys doing? I feel like I just saw you on Instagram. Like you're the exact same people. Yeah. Like, you know, we welcome them in with open arms. We take their dogs and we, we get to work. And like when we get a drop off from somewhere like Alabama, like I'm extremely humbled by that. Totally. It's interesting because she got out of her car. And again, this is her words, not mine. She's like, I feel like I'm meeting a celebrity right now. And like that, and I've heard that a few times. I'm like, that will never get old because like, yeah. I don't get that whatsoever because I'm 100% not, but like, that's the level of like connection that I feel also to a lot of our followers and stuff like that. Like I will recognize, you know, people that are constantly supporting us. I'm like, Oh, it's that person. Like they're so nice. They're so supportive and like really try to interact with those people. But yeah. So like we want it to feel good. We want to make sure that owners are excited. You know, nerves are normal, like I said. But if there's hesitancy, if I I will never ever convince anyone to work with us. I will not convince them that the tools are okay. Will I educate? Yes, but we yep. already educate every single day by showing our work every single day that like if they had a question of like, "Hey, we've never used this. Could you give me a little bit more understanding of XYZ on the e-collar on the prong collar. Sure. But if it's like, um, oh, well, I just don't feel like my dog needs it. Or when it's like, that's okay. But like we are an e-collar program. So yeah, you know, there's other options out there for you. So for sure. It's just such an interesting topic. And I I feel Mm -hmm. like somebody from the outside doesn't know how we, I don't want to say pick and choose, but we look through those questions. We get those, um, those answers back from people asking about those certain things. And it's just reality of like business in general. And I know but, that some trainers probably have a really hard time, like saying no when it's like, okay, well that's a paycheck and I yep. get it. I totally get that. Yeah. But like, I also know that I have brought people on board because of that pressure and that feeling. And it was stressful having their dog with me, not because of the dog, but because of those owners. And that was years ago at this point. We've we've had it from time to time of it being like, okay, this is a little bit of a tougher situation. Yeah. But um, we also need to set ourselves up for success too, mm-hmm. because uh, as, this as is, well as the dog. So that's... Yeah. And it's like one of those things where it's it. like, it's not just like this people's dogs come to us and you know, set it and forget it. Like the amount of commitment that it takes for us to 
meet the dogs at a point where it's like we'd want our dogs met at um, does not is not just the day in day out of working with the dog. It's thinking like I have to go through either a mid session, a full go home with this owner, knowing that we provide support when these dogs go home. Like I don't want someone that questions every little thing in a way of like not just asking questions, but like second guessing me, doesn't trust me to be a canine client because afterwards my owners know that if you reach out to me and you're working your butt off at home, we are here for you. We're here to help. We, you are truly like a part of the canine family after that. So if I'm picking people that it's like, I wouldn't want in my circle, like it yeah. just doesn't, I'm sure from time to time it happens if someone's like, hey, we wouldn't like necessarily go on a trip together and be best friends. But like, um, you know, I want it to be where it's yeah. like, I, I don't feel immediate anxiety when I see that owner reaching out to me. And who wants to be that person? Like, <laughs> I really like, not that I, I'm not really a people pleaser, to be honest. But like, I think about it if I go and, you know, get a massage or, you know, get something hair done or whatever. Like, I want my the person I'm paying, even though I'm paying to find me, um, you know, I want to be a client that they're looking forward to interact with. And I'll still voice if there's like something I don't like or something I want changed. But I, I want to work with people that respect us as much as we respect them. Yeah. And that's crucial. Yeah. When you, when you say you don't think you're much of a people pleaser, I think that you are, but in a different way, you, you, you meet people where they're at. Right. But that doesn't make me a people pleaser. I'm, I'm definitely not a people pleaser. Like I won't be a person where it's like, you're telling me this and I'll be like, okay, well that's fine. Like, yep, we can do it that way. Like, no, that is not me whatsoever. I understand that. I'm very like, I will have a conversation with this with a person I'm very respectful about my approach, yeah. but I'm, I'm, there's nothing about me. That's a people pleaser. Yeah. When you get tough love, Kate, you're always going to get also respect from, from us oh, and, yeah. and Kate. So, um, I think people kind of know us and know you for that little bit of, uh, I don't want to say edginess, but like, I'm okay with it. Um, I, I am an edgy person because let's not sugarcoat it. Like you, you need to hear the truth sometimes about sometimes, uh, the certain behaviors going on. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I think that's kind of what sets us apart a little bit is our yeah. ability to to do that respectfully. Yeah. It's like brutal honesty without feeling brutal is yeah. how I feel like, because, you know, again, my clients that I've had to have those moments with, like they're some of my best clients and I feel like they really yep. respect me and I respect them and vice versa. And, you know, it's not that they're like, oh, I can't believe she said that to me. It's more of like a, I know it's you know, yeah. something I needed to hear, but yeah. Yep. So that's kind of a, in a nutshell that sort of situation yeah and again like this this whole process that we've just talked about like the this is just a little bit of it but it is you know we've gotten this way over a couple years of doing this so learning from certain um things that we've had in the past adjusting on our form again that form is lengthy because there's a lot of questions on there that we're going to ask you anyways Mm -hmm. so let's get it out let's get it out in the open and let's see if we're a good match yeah so cool i love that yeah let's bring it will be our home no like let's bring you know how how do you want to bring it home today we gotta do our peeve and highlight okay are you like ready uh i see you smiling over there no i'm I'm not necessarily ready but oh okay i have my peeve and um i'm 
very peeved that our kitchen's not finished. Uh, you guys haven't gotten an update, but there is a piece of this and that I look at every single day that every single day I get a little upset and, um, <laughs> Yeah, so that's is it, my piece. That one right there. And the fact that we have a piece of floorboard that has been off for it's not, months. It's not floorboard. Whatever it is, trim. Base, baseboard. Baseboard. And it just needs to get done, is what I'm saying. So do, do you want me to work on that this week? Oh, I've wanted you to work on it weeks ago, but uh, well, this is what's happened is it's turned into a. Now Casey says he's going to finish it. So I'm sort of throwing you under the bus. But I'm like, okay, well, then let's just get it freaking done. So I'm, I'm super over. And this isn't an, even just a th- you thing. There's a person that we still haven't heard back from, that we have stuff on order, things that need to get fixed. And it's, again, a first world problem. But it's a problem because we put a lot of money into this kitchen. And it was a lot of freaking hard work when I look at it. Like I'm sure some other people's brains work this way, where it's I look at this and I'm like, okay, that was however many dogs that we had come through. Like, you know, so I yeah. really, the kitchen, it's not a person. The kitchen is my peeve. Um, and there's a lot of people that. <laughs> the kitchen is not a person. <laughs> I'm just saying like, I don't want it. It's not like a just you thing. Cause it's not all in your control. I'm just fricking over it. And I'm about to just like fix it myself. And that'll look bad. That's my peeve. What's your peeve? I think I'm, I'm going to work on it a little bit this week. Sounds great. Um, Cause after today we have three, our three training dogs, no more borders for this week. I did that on purpose because of the two shepherds that we have in. They're just, they're just more challenging dogs. Yeah, They're, um, they're three weekers. Yeah. And the breed in general, I, I love German shepherds, but the vocalness, the drive, great aspects of them, but it's tough. So I made sure that this week, um, we just have training dogs and no borders. Cause in the following week it's, we're going hard. We've got three shadows. The dogs go home. We've got go homes, oh, drop offs. Nice. It's next week is going to be crazy. So, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll work on it a little bit this week. Um, I'll be honest that the pricing on some of the materials that we've uh, been getting quotes on to finish this little back piece that we're looking at right now it's the back of the peninsula it it's outrageous pricing it's it's a piece of flimsy board that's four hundred dollars a piece but i'm over here like let's just get it done yeah. and spend the money so that's where we differ a little bit on that stuff is like i don't want to spend it's more than four hundred dollars to finish this if i were to get it quoted from like the manufacturer and get it from like the dealer that we bought it from it's like for five pieces of wood, it's like $1,200. And I just have a hard time swallowing that pill to do that. And I know we just, we want it done. So mm-hmm. I'm going to, mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. going to get it done one yeah. way or another. And I look at it as like, we've already spent so much money and it's like, it's, you know, we look at it every single day. So now like my anger around it is worth $1,200. You're just, you're, I'm getting pissed. You're pointed I need to stop looking straight at it. At it. You need to turn need that to way. I think we it. should switch chairs. Yeah. Okay. What's your peeve of the week? Um, and you can be honest. You don't have to go any, to any like details or anything like that. But Oh, what? Well, I just know that what? like a lot of people... Oh, should I whisper to you? Yeah, tell me what you think no, it's going to be. No, I just feel like there's been an out... Or what's the word I'm looking for? You've had a lot of situations this week, not with us, that like people's communication really made you struggle and like, like not just, I don't know if I want to. Yeah. But that's just not even like a specific person, but it's just like this kind of stuff. Um, you know, I just, 
Yeah. So I'll, I'll say this. I'll kind of say it in a broad way. I feel like I go out of my way and, and we in general go out of our way to communicate in a way that we would want to be communicated with. And that is communication about like everything, every mm-hmm. detail, every instance, if we're meeting somebody somewhere, whether it's family, friend, uh, whatever it is, I feel like we go out of our way. And I, lately I feel like that hasn't been, this isn't like, I'm not pointing out anybody Mm -hmm. uh, on here specifically, but I feel like it hasn't been reciprocated back to me Mm -hmm. and us. And that is, that is a pet peeve of mine, uh, this week. So it's just something I'm kind of realizing that, um, it's really important to have those things and Mm -hmm. we just we just put so much effort into doing these things like i said family friends whatever it is um and i just i feel like sometimes i'm the only one who is actually communicating and getting these things lined up going out of (laughs) hey what was that he agrees yeah thank you yeah going out of our way to make sure that everybody's included everybody knows time frames of certain things so i'm sure there are other people listening who very much can agree with this so i don't know if it's just a stage in in life right now i'm not really sure but it's definitely something that's been on my mind Mm mm-hmm that was like a sleepy bark. Yeah, he like, woo, woo. He's sleeping <laughs> and he wakes up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's having a little bad dream. Okay, man. So what's um, what's your highlight? Would you my say? highlight of the week. Um, I mean, God, I'm so cheesy these days. But I would say like when we were we were this week interviewed um, on another podcast and we talked a oh, lot yeah, about. That, that's our, another highlight I would say. Honey, was, you didn't. Say a highlight at all. Oh my God. <laughs> what is going on? That was your peeve. <laughs> sorry, Relax. Sorry. Um, yeah. But we were, oh my God, it just went really. My bad. My bad. I'm sorry. Um, I just got, I just jumped at you there. Holy man. Who's the reactive dog? <laughs> um, but yeah, we were interviewed on another podcast and we talked a lot about like our relationship and us working together. And then like these kinds of things that happen throughout the week that like force us or not even force us, but like make us communicate even more like. It's so cheesy, but like we will tell each other and I feel like it's been really the last like six months, especially like how freaking thankful we are for our relationship. Like, I, would, I would say longer than that. I would say over a year now we've been talking about right. certain situations. I just feel like it's been like we've vocalized it a ton of yeah. recent of just like, and that's not how we've always been. I think that's the thing that's like so cool about it is like I think about and I even look back at pictures of us. Like we were literally babies when we started dating like we were different people like we were 16 and 18 yeah like such different people that i'm like how cool is it that we have like grown together and actually enjoy the shit out of each other every single day like that is like i wish more people got to feel that and there's things that we like drive each other nuts on but not even that much like really like the amount of things that we like argue on or we more do like a, we're going to pick at each other type of thing because yeah. hello, you live with someone and spend majority of your days with them. There's everybody, be... everybody has little things that they don't love about their partner. Yeah. I mean, there's not much that you couldn't love about me, but yeah. I'm just yeah. Saying. Yeah, you're right. yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, again, a reflection of like how thankful I am, not just for you, but like our relationship and our dynamics. And even just like, even though we didn't get to like, I was already walking dogs and stuff when you got home, but like just seeing that you guys were home, I'm like, yay, they're home. Like, oh, family. Oh, man oh, over there. Okay, man said he's ready for <laughs> he's a little, little walkie. 
But um, um, yeah, oh, so that's cute, that's honey. That's my highlight. Okay. Okay. Ew, don't let's, let's not be too cheesy. Um, yeah, my highlight, like I jumped at you earlier, God. is uh, we were that's interviewed awesome. on, go check it out, it's Pure Energy Dog Training's podcast. What's what's the name of it? Is it just the I think it's the Pure Energy Pod, oh, Dogcast, yeah. Pure Energy Dogcast. So go check it out. Or go to their Instagram page and go check it out too. But uh, it's fun. We even talk about things um, of like when I was in my current or my past role, like I didn't feel like we would stay married. If, yeah. But so like we, we, I really got. We really don't talk about dogs at all. We talk about our relationship and how we've grown and how we managed to keep it together. all together and work together and, and like thrive doing that. So if you want some more information about that, go check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shared it on my stories too. Stacy and Travis are really cool people. Mm-hmm. And uh, we met them back about a year ago. They both came. In person. Yeah, yeah. in person. Uh, Stacy was here for our trainer and use seminar. And Travis was along as well. So we got to meet. And they're, they're cool people, really good people. So mm-hmm. uh, that was fun to do. And... A little hike with the donkeys. Yeah, at any time I go back to uh, see my parents, I love to go on a hike with them in one of my favorite spots, and it's just so relaxing. Um, you know, this time of year the leaves are changing, so it's really beautiful. It was there. There was rain coming in, so we kind of had to get in quick and get out. But it's one of my most favorite things to do with. Yeah, our it's dogs. actually a ski hill, so. Case you'll go up to like the face of the mountain with the dogs. Yeah, we'll and go up this up the steep ski runs. Yeah, with, and with the dogs. Cool because uh, Casey also made snow at, on that. Uh, yep. Resort, I guess you would call it ski resort. Uh, yep, I worked there. And so, yeah, it's cool to see it and all of the. I'm a little jealous that we don't get the colors like we get back in our hometown. It's called Wausau, um, and they get such good colors yeah just different kinds of trees like it's still Um, i'm not mad about it but like it's still so green here yeah and like it doesn't like we get a lot of yellow i feel like we get a lot of dingy yellow some red uh but not not like there's only like one tree one of our neighbors has that's like is that a big maple that's like beautiful orange or something yeah some of the maples like they have a lot of maples up um up by our parents' house, and it just really makes it really colorful. Mm-hmm. We don't have as many here where we live. It, it'll still be pretty, but yeah. it just looks a little different. Yeah. Um, well, this was an so enjoyable yeah. one. I enjoyed uh, being back here with you. Yeah, enjoyed catching up and showing you guys a little bit of uh, how we pick people out to work with. Yeah. Well, so. we hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, um, enjoy your Tuesday, and we will see you next week. As always, Share with a friend. Yeah. Give us five stars. What Casey says is if you don't give us five stars, leave. Or don't, what did you don't, say? Don't listen to us again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but uh, we appreciate you. We are thankful that we have this opportunity to do yes. this together and that we're not just doing it and no one's listening. We, we appreciate you being here. So yeah. thanks so much, guys. We'll see you again next week. Bye. Bye.